Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is The Sharp Edge, a sports conversation for the sports betting world. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. Featuring legendary handicapper Brandon Lang. How much that do-re may be for? And Scott Seidenberg. The Spartos, the Motorheads, Geeks, Bloods, Wastoids, Dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. This is The Sharp Edge. Welcome into another episode of the Sharp Edge Sports Betting Podcast brought to you by Believe alongside veteran handicapper Brandon Lang. I'm Scott Seidenberg reminding you to subscribe, rate, and review to the Sharp Edge wherever you get your podcasts from. And Brandon, you have an exciting day on your hands, brother. And the focus here in this episode is going to be Game 6 of the NBA Finals, Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final, and kind of wanted to get a little U.S. Open pick from you as well but first off this NBA finals are have you been surprised by the way it's played out with the series going to Oakland for one more game well the frustrating thing for me is website brandlang.com I was going for a perfect seven and a week on Monday night and came with the Raptors and felt pretty good up six with three minutes to go and Nick her nurse called timeout and I about threw my remote through my tv killed momentum Killed the killed everything, and the Warriors close on a nine-two run. We shouldn't even be here. So, yes, I'm three and two in the NBA Finals. Yes, I would like to finish four and one. Yes, the series is over. Um, bottom line: Do I see Golden State being able to beat this team twice without Kevin Durant? And my answer is an emphatic no. Um, let your eye test tell you what you see, and it's apparent to everyone that Toronto's the better team. And without Durant, there's no way Golden State can beat this team two in a row. I just I just don't see it. But do they get the win and send it back to Toronto for a game seven? That to me, that's the toss up. You know, I'm glad I don't have to worry about that game until tomorrow. Um, You know, I talked to you off air that, you know, not many times in our life we have a sports day that presents itself to you that you you're the envy to all your friends. And as of us recording this early Wednesday, I am catching a flight into Boston. I'm going to see the Red Sox at 4 o'clock in a private suite. And then after about seven or eight innings, I'm going to head over to the Tea Garden and watch the Boston Bruins and St. Louis Blues in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup. So it's, uh, it's a pretty good day for Langer the Banger. I'm going to lay the puck line with the uh, Bruins tonight, plus 170, and root for a two-goal win. And uh, I'm going to take, uh, I might take the Rangers as a dog, although it's very hard. Uh, to go against the Red Sox when you're sitting in the suite cheering for the Red Sox. So uh, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> I could see I, I could see Toronto going in there and ending the series. I really could. They have they have dominated this series from beginning to end with a couple of lapses here and there. Um, but I could see it going back to a game seven. I think I think the under is a play in game six. Um, mm-hmm. I think under in the first half, which we talked before, but. But again, it's 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 interesting to see emotionally where Golden State is at with with Durant being gone forever. Total is two eleven. It opened up at two and eleven and a half. You can find it somewhere else is two twelve. Some places, uh, if you're looking at the first half, it's one hundred two point five, which is actually low considering where it's been for the other games in this series. I mean, when you and I hammered the under in Game One, it was at one hundred nine. 
And now this is at 102, which is kind of low considering what we've seen from these two teams. Well, think about this. 60-64-58 in game five, game, game five at the half. Toronto Raptors held Golden State to 22 points in the third. And with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter, they had held the Warriors to 13 points mm-hmm. before Nurse took the timeout and Golden State finishes with three straight threes to win the ball game. 13 points for nine minutes of the fourth quarter before Nurse became a buffoon and forgot how to coach and lost his way. That's how good Toronto locked down defensively in the fourth quarter. Uh, once they adjusted to Durant being out of the ball game, so I've said it once, I've said it again. Um, you have to ride the unders in this series with the thirty points being gone by Durant mm, in this point. series now for Golden State. Yeah, I just think that if the line is at three right now, it's kind of hard to not take Golden State. If it goes any higher, which it opened up at four and a half, believe it or not, uh, then you would go with Toronto. But if it's under three, I tend to lean towards Golden State because I think that they will ride this emotion at home. It's the final game ever at that arena, the final game in Oakland before they move to San Francisco next year. And I think this series goes to game seven where Toronto will ultimately close it out. I've always said this, my man. If it looks like a trap and if it smells like a trap, there's probably a pretty good chance it is a trap. Getting Golden State at that kind of value at home, minus three, minus two and a half. The boys in the desert are begging you to take the Warriors. They couldn't win game three at the Oracle 123, 109. Yes, without Clay. Clay comes back, throws up 28. They still get beat 105, 92. And now here comes the Raptors who match up so well. And every time the Raptors have hiccuped, They have bounced back. My lean right now as of Wednesday before the greatest single sports day of my life, banging out the two-team Boston parlay, will probably be taking Toronto. I've taken them every game in this series so far. I'm three and two. Um, I don't know if I can get off that gravy train right now. Listen, I probably should have finished four and one, if not for the timeout, a little momentum by Nurse. But, But if you look across the board, Toronto has outplayed Golden State pretty much soup to nuts. Yeah, I think I'm with you on the under there. Um, and then we'll see where the spread moves tomorrow before tip-off there at Oakland between Toronto and Golden State. All right, let's get back into your Boston parlay here. And the Bruins tonight, 170-180 on the money line. You said you're going to actually play the puck line and, and yeah. go with them, you know, minus a goal and a half? I'm going to be 12 rows up center ice. I'm going to be chilling like a villain with Sean McDonough, my boy Josh Gilmore, and my boy Andrew Newman. Nice enough to take me under the wings and invite me up. Some of my biggest clients, except with the exception of McDonough, who, who doesn't gamble. Um, but you look at the puck line. You look at the value. You look at the in Boston celebrating with the Bruin fans. B Lang is smelling that big, fat, juicy, empty net with about 15 seconds to go. Love it. By love two. It. You know I'm something? Plus- I'm, telling you, I'm telling you right now, I love the over in this game because I actually think, and, and you could call me crazy, and this is just a pure speculative feel, we will get two empty netters tonight because like the it's the do-or-die game seven the goalie will be pulled earlier than normal. 
Yes. And there point. will be and. desperation. And after that first goal goes in on the empty net, there's no sense in just putting the goaltender back in. You take him out again and you play yeah. six on five. And then that leads the potential for a second empty netter. This could be a 3-1 game that turns into a 5-1 game. My man, Boston on the puck line, plus 170 as we speak. I am all over it. But first, it's going to be the Red Sox and the Rangers going over the post a total of nine and a half. But I'm going to play Texas as the dog there and still root for the Red Sox. That is my Boston two-team parlay. Going to be a great day, buddy. Let's go with uh, go with the under in game six, uh, Toronto-Golden State. And if by Top chance line. Golden State... If I chance Golden State, Gad, would you say if I chance Golden State, what? If they win? If chance Golden State does win, we'll come back on the podcast on Friday night and bang one out for the NBA Finals on Sunday. There we go. And to recap the Stanley Cup Final Game 7, we're going Bruins on the puck line with the value there. And I like the over 5.5 because I think we're getting two empty netters. Brandon, enjoy your Boston double dip. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. See you. All right, Brandon, you enjoy that trip to Boston. Uh, It's going to be a great day for you. So to recap once again, it's going to be the under in Game 6, Toronto and Golden State. For tonight's Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final, Bruins on the puck line. They win this game by two goals. I like the over 5.5 because I think there's going to be more than one empty netter. And real quick before we go, uh, Brandon didn't get a chance to talk about this. He had to go run and catch his flight. But U.S. Open golf starts tomorrow. And am I going with chalk? I guess you could say I'm going with chalk. I like Dustin Johnson to win this thing. I I really do. Uh, Dustin Johnson opened up at 8-1. to Um, He's really expensive on your daily fantasy lineups, but he's worth it. I think DJ is at Pebble Beach. Your best bet to win this tournament. A uh, couple other guys that I like. Jordan Spieth at 16-1. to 1. I think that Spieth, who has actually played well in a couple of starts in a row now, could 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 be on top of the leaderboard over the next couple of days. Um, some dark horse guys, maybe an Adam Scott. Uh, Xander Shoffley is 25-1 to 1 as well as Adam Scott. So those are two guys that you can keep an eye on. And, of course, you can't count out some of the players that have been just playing so well um, just over the course of, of the year. And that's, you know, someone like uh, uh, Francesco Molinari, who's at 30-1. to 1. But I'm going with Dustin Johnson to win it. He's your favorite for a reason. Give me DJ at 8-1. to 1, And then I'll go with the uh, Jordan Spieth 16-1. to 1, And give me for my third pick. Uh, flip a coin between Adam Scott and uh, Xander Shoffley at both 25 to 1. I'll lean towards Adam Scott. How about that? He's a, a little cheaper on your daily fantasy lineups. For Brandon Lang, I'm Scott Seidenberg, reminding you to subscribe, rate, and review to new episodes of Believe in the Sharp Edge. at B-L-E-A-V dot com, wherever you get your podcasts from, or Believe.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.